Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast. My name is Dame Dr. Foxy Brown. Uh, what up, guys? Diego here. Okay. I felt like cutting you off, sorry. That's just rude. <laughs> I know. But I haven't done that in a while, so. And you better not do it again. It's almost as rude as me, Bullet Beast, cutting in in front of all of you. Jeez. Okay, so we have two episodes to discuss, um, episode 48 and 49. Diego, do you have any news before yes. I skip over you? Yes, there are a couple of things. Um, one, uh, the side crunchy roll for us, for you Canada and U.S. viewers, is holding a contest for Hunter Hunter specifically. Um, what the details are is you have to get, you have to be a Crunchyroll member. You have to have watched episodes one through five, and you have to get in teams of three. Once you get into teams of three, then you have to draw each other like in like you have to. It's like an art contest, and each person has to submit a drawing, and then write the answers. They have uh, questions that uh, that are from episodes one through five on there. Then you write it on the on the drawing, and then you post it on the forum where the contest is happening. The first prize winner gets an anime super package, which I don't know what it has exactly because I haven't gotten the details yet. And then the second p- people get 90-day passes for Crunchyroll, which is kind of cool, I suppose. Um, and the deadline is October 31st at midnight. Like Eastern or Pacific? I'm going go, to go Eastern on that. I have the, the page open. It just says, by hot. My midnight. That's all it says. I thought Crunchyroll was based out of California, though I may be wrong. I could be right. I I, I, just I would assume just assume all Asian things are based out of California. Like the only place because <laughs> we're closer to Japan. I've been to a yep. con that I've ever seen them at was in California. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they travel. Um, they were at AX, and obviously, and that is the one. Giving away shirts. Know. Yeah, that's the one con yeah. that you've been to. Yeah, the one single one. That was the only <laughs> con I've been to on the West Coast too. So we're even, I guess. <laughs> and uh, the other thing is is the uh, the movie. They had another uh, little scan. I haven't uploaded it yet, but it's out there. And then they also released uh, another audio uh, CD for the uh, opening and ending. Of one the and movie? Two. Oh, never mind. No, 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 of the of the anime series. No, the movie hasn't had it doesn't have an uh, a, as of yet. I don't think they have any sort of like a band that's attached to a song to it. But I'm assuming that eventually it'll be. Maybe it's the guy that makes the opening song. But like the movie comes out in January. It's only yeah. what three months away. Usually you have that info by now. Yeah, yeah maybe. Because I know they like to uh, like. Japan, they like to announce anime stuff at the last minute, but this is pretty close. Okay, so episode 48, the name of the episode is Very Sharp Eye, and yes, there was a bit of a scheduling clusterfuck, but I also am going to blame it on this episode and the fact that I wasn't interested in watching it. Um, This is, of course, the auction introduction episode that we were talking about for some time as the one we don't want to see because it's going to be boring. Mm. I'm sure it was interesting to those of you that haven't consumed it three times already, at least. Well, at least they did a good job with it. I felt... I don't hate it. I'm glad it was only one episode. Yeah, yeah that's that's all I'm happy about. <laughs> they condensed the shit out of it. Like, making things like, oh, remember the, the this happens, this event occurs? Well, we're going to put it in this section. So, so Yori and the others are looking for information on the spiders because they've decided um, after that little arm wrestling event they were going to got hijacked that because information leading to the capture or death of the spiders is um, 2 billion jenny each. So they decide, hey, screw all the other crap we were going to do. Let's do this instead. But they're on the pro hunter site looking up information for the spiders and they haven't really come up with anything sound yet so they're looking for other avenues to coming up with money but they don't have much so gone is like well 
you know, there's always this hunter ID that I have, and we could do something with this. And for some reason, I was expecting him to like take out a loan. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he did. No, he did. They just didn't show it. But cause... on his card. Yeah, they described it as, I can't believe you pawned your card, which is a totally yeah, different that is what it is. image oh, yeah. than getting a loan with your card as the collateral. Mm-hmm. That was... Well, that's what, that's what he did in the manga, remember? Because he went to the person, and then like the lady's like, okay, this is a prankster, because I don't believe that you're a hunter. And then he pulls out the card, she's like, what the, is this what it looks like? <laughs> no. So yeah, they they just kind of skim over that, and he pawns his card for an amount of money. I don't even remember how much it was. It's like a hundred million. It's a hundred million, or not? A, yeah, like a hundred million, Jenny. So Lyra is like, "Oh God, we have money now. Cool. First step: let's buy the auction catalog to see how much um, Greed Island is actually legitimately going to cost." And here, the auction is referred to as Southern Bees, which is obviously a rip on Sotheby's auction. And, God, I remember, wish I remember why I wrote this note. Oh, the Oreo says that um, after they go through and see that the price of Great Island was pretty much exactly what they'd heard. And I guess it really made a difference to see it in print. Um, imagining that a ridiculous game costs a billion Jenny is one thing, but seeing it written there in black and white, like, yeah, dog, you need to find at least $8 billion just to be able to do the starting bit for this thing. Um, it's kind of daunting when you only have a hundred million and change uh, in the bank to draw from. So Leorio is like, okay, here's the plan. What we're gonna do is we're gonna capture one of the spiders and we're gonna torture them and we're gonna make them tell us where the other spiders are. Which, like, <laughs> if you never run into them in your life, you know that would never work. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. And you know what else I'd want? I also want a bazillion dollars, and uh, I would want Machi to come visit me. Oh, wait, we're talking about reality here. You're right. So they decide that they're going to go into the street, um, into the market, really, and purchase items and then resell them later at the auction if they find something cool. And after they had the little discussion and they're walking by, Gon immediately gravitates towards this knife. And Killua comes over and he's like, oh, that's, you know, Ben's knife. It's... um." something that this famous murderer dude used to kill a bunch of people and created other versions of the knife and he's like how did you recognize that did you have you seen one before and Gon's like no not really like it just sort of caught my, caught my eye and i used go to see if there was nan on it and it worked i guess because you said it's something important and at that realization kilo was like oh Duh, we learned nan it's applicable in every part of life even though leorio has no idea what gyo is it's like, we're going to run around looking at stuff with our Nen on it. And anything we see with um, Nen attached to it, we're going to buy it. And then um, one of the sellers tells him that, you know, this is the way auctioning works here. Because everything surrounding um, Yorkshin seems to be doing some sort of auction or the other. And the rule is that you write down a price with your name on it, your name attached to it. And then if someone else sees that and they want to buy it, they'll write down their bid. Uh, next to it and at the end of the allotted time whichever whoever ha- has the highest bid wins and Gon and Killua began to find that all of the stuff they thought w- was interesting this guy named Zepiel had already uh, bid on it and I love the little scene where um, Gon sees an item and he realizes that Killua told him to bid 2.5 times as much and he's like sitting there with the voice in his head going okay what's 500,000 times 2.5 and he can't figure out what the answer is yeah he's not good at math he sucks and so at the end of it they have um this painting a wooden statue and what's the third thing uh the doll right but they lost out on this weird looking pot thing uh that was the one that zeppel actually managed to buy so i think they go to try and well they go to the auction house right and they try to be like, hey, we want to make sure that we got these things appraised so that we can enter them. And then the dude's like, yeah, sorry, but we can't accept any additional items. You guys might have better luck going to the, um, the trade market the trade market, and see what happens. So then they go to the trade market, and this whole entire time they're getting followed um, without them knowing that they're being followed. And then we have this really Asian guy at the market 
It's uh, like a and, monk of some sort. Yeah. And Killua asked, like, all, like, yeah, these are my dad's treasures. He told us to bring them to market and see if they're worth something. Because, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know why he went with that story, but he did. Because they're 12. They're children. Yeah. yeah. So the guys tell them that they have two pieces that um, the the painting is worth you know a lot more a lot of money, and then he tells them the dolls worth also a lot of money, but that that little piece of wood statue thing that they have isn't really worth that much because it's like there's nothing in it. And as he's turning around to go, he's like, "Let me go check how old this wood is." That's when he comes in. And he brace uh, Zeppel saves him from being swindled. Yeah, he's like, oh hell no, because you're gonna go in the back there, you're gonna crack that open, you're gonna take out all the good stuff, and then you're gonna give them a couple bucks, and I'm not gonna let that happen. And he explains how um, this is really an ancient safe, basically, and the way you can tell is you can see the seam at the top, um, where they've glued the two pieces together, and then the dude supervisor comes out and is like. Nah, but see, you can't prove to me that it hasn't been opened because you could just um, open it and then glue it back together. And he and Zeppel have this back and forth where Zeppel's saying, you know, if you glue it back together, you'll be able to tell. And he's like, oh, but you could just um, reheat the old glue and it'll close back together and that's called welding. And he mentions double dipping and he accuses Zeppel of being a counterfeiter and trying to get him to... Um, spent a whole bunch of money on this just on the promise that there may be treasure inside and it basically comes down to yo how can you assure me that this is a legitimate um treasure trove and not some fake that you had these kids bring in here so you could try and swindle some money off of us and Zeppel was like i will be your servant for life if this is a fake and he just basically throws up his hands and goes back into the back like, I, I can't even deal with this guy. And Zeppel cracks it open in front of the boys and a whole bunch of gold and jewelry and stuff spills out. They're like, oh my god, we had no idea this stuff was in here. We were totally going to get swindled by this dude. He was just going to give us 80000 for it. And he's like, well, aren't you glad I was following you? Creepily. Yeah. <laughs> I do like how I do like like when he made his appearance like it was all like action and dramatic like the music changed and like he points at the store owner the store owner starts like shaking and sweating and in my mind I'm thinking okay I get that it's supposed to be exciting but you can't come from we had this huge fight Hello. when Phantom Troop gets killed and it's like oh yeah now I'm supposed to get excited for a doll well some people like explanations and... of stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose. Those people are boring, but they exist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so the, they're walking um, just in general, I guess, and Zeppel is tagging along with them, and he's explaining to them that, you know, if you want to get this stuff sold um, in the trade market, which is the only place you can go to now, you're going to need the help of someone who's a professional appraiser. And luckily for you, my services are available, and I will only charge you 20%. And Kilo was like, no. You're not taking any of our money. We need all of it. And he's like, yeah, but look at how I just helped you guys out. And if you go and you try and sell stuff on the trade market, like not being well known, these guys are just going to screw you out of all of your money. And Kill was like, you know what? You did help us out. So I can be obliged to maybe buy you lunch. But that's about it. (laughs) And Zephyr was like, okay, I'll, I'll work for lunch. And, um... They all go out to eat and sit down, and they have this exchange where they're they're going question for question with each other. And Zeppel asks, you know, how did you guys realize which ones were treasures and which ones weren't? And they were like, well, why did you decide to help us out? And the the answers basically um, are interesting on both ends if you look at them from the perspective of each character. Um, obviously, we know Killer One Gone were using Nen um, to figure out what was good and what wasn't. And Zapio is like, oh, but there's a fatal flaw in your plan. And it's that this pot, that, which is the only item I want over you guys, was complete crap. Um, it's just something that I made back when I used to be a counterfeiter uh, trying to make money. And Gon's like, oh, but it's not crap. 
And you see, everybody has Nen, and you poured so much of your energy and your focus into this that you accidentally put some of your Nen in. So you're probably a genius at counterfeiting. And Zepiel is just shocked by the fact that not only does this kid have admiration for his counterfeiting skills, but he also wants to learn um, what double dipping and welding and hoodwinking basically are, just in case they're going to be useful in the future. And Zepiel says that... You never know. He not only appraises items, but he appraises people as well. And that Gon is someone who doesn't care if something is morally right or morally wrong, as long as it's it's interesting to him and it, it impresses him. And that makes Gon into a person that, that can't really be appraised. And this is really, this is the real reason why he was drawn to, I guess, Gon more so than Killua. Because Killua's a stingy little bastard. <laughs> well, again, it's... It's the uh, the advantage that Gon has. Like he makes friends with people because they see something in him. They see potential or or whatever. Kilo so. is the only person who realizes that they need to save their money to spend on Great Island. Well, and I also think that if like if Kilo wasn't there, this whole conversation would have gone differently because like it was like okay, can I ask you guys a question? And Kilo is like, if we're gonna play this game, then we get to ask you a question. Meanwhile, Gon would have been like, oh, I'm ready to spill the beans, you know, tell you whatever you want. <laughs> so Gon asked him to, to teach them that stuff. So they, I forget what the machine is actually called. I just know you put a quarter in and the toy pops out and screws apart. So Yeah, it's one of those like little child, children's things that you find at like fairs and stuff. I know the Japanese name, but not the English name. That's Give weird. us the Japanese name. Like CAPTCHA? Something like that. So he screws it apart and he shows them the toy, um, which is a Togashi toy. And if you don't know, this is the dog that he uses to represent himself in the manga. Uh, He takes that out and he puts a leaf inside and closes it back up. And he's like, you know, there's only one way to open it. So how would you um, replace the toy with the leaf without um, the person who gets it noticing and he's like, God's like, I don't know. And Killua says, you know, you just cut another hole. They're looking for the seam at the top. So if you cut it out at the side and replace that, they're not going to be looking at that. And he's like, yep, that's pretty much the new technique that's been tricking a lot of the pros nowadays. And he's feeling really good about this explanation and how he's getting to teach some young kids his stuff. And then Leorio calls and screws the whole thing up. He's <laughs> like, yo, guys, you got some reliable information on where the spiders are at there's even video of of two of them and if we want to catch them we should probably go over there right now and then they just and that's where the episode they ends. just dip out on him poor guy yeah well they basically say hey look we trust you we believe we in just, you get us money we just met you but right. sell all the treasures and give us all, all of the money I don't even know if he gets a cut really because they didn't discuss that no, but I mean, he did say. Well, in the beginning, he said, nah, "I just want to like get to see what you guys like help you out on your journey for lunch." So that's why they bought that huge ass feast for him. It was very weird food, by the way. It had like shrimp and all sorts of different things. They probably just ordered everything on the menu. Yeah, they are. So, yeah, I feel like that's what Gon would they do. They are balling like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Over oh, hundred uh, million. The word was gashapon. Thank you. Not CAPTCHA. Oh. CAPTCHA is the thing where uh, when you're trying to log into a website and you have to input like letters on the screen. Yes. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. stuff? The stuff that's... Yeah. Fucking hate... I, I, lo- I mean, I understand that they do that to prevent multiple people from getting shit, but... And bots. That annoys me sometimes. Yeah, and bots. Yeah. So, uh, episode 49 is called Pursuit and Analysis, and... This is we get back right up to this action. This is really the episode we're looking forward to. We left off with Leorio, Gon, and Killua headed toward um, the place where, if you're paying attention, Machi and Nobunaga are having lunch. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're actually eating anything. They're kind of sitting there. They're having a beer. Yeah. They're splitting yeah, one beer. Another Heineken. It's really weird because it seems like it's a cafe. <laughs> so they must have brought yeah. their own beer. <laughs> well, like, well, they Franklin ordered, got they a ton of, like, one. Uvo left Franklin with, like, 300 beers. There were probably still some left. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, for Uvo. <laughs> they probably came there, sat down outside, and just started drinking the beer. And no one's going to tell them to stop. Because when you look at the... The, the couple. No, they're not. They 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 each have a beer, by the way. Nobunaga's got yeah, it, and, and Machi's like just on 
on the table. The couple that um, was observing them and had videotaped them hanging out at this cafe is very, very concerned about their proximity to these two spiders. Mm-hmm. And the boyfriend is kind of nervous. The girlfriend is kind of flipping out. And Leorio yeah. finally calls and is like, hey, guys, um, you're going to want to calm down. You look extremely suspicious. I don't want to tell you this, but infer from what I'm saying to you that if you freak out, they might kill you. So um, we see that you're there. We're happy that you led us to these guys. I'm wiring you the money right now through my Beetleborg phone, which should not be able to do this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like as soon as the boyfriend sees that the money was wired to their account, they just get up and run. Like he's like, what, really? Money? Yeah. Like, this is way like more money than I thought was real. Let's go. <laughs> and Machi and Nobunaga, like, for the record, aren't even really paying attention to them. Like, they know they're there, and, and that's probably what they're doing. But they're more concerned with um, with other eyes that are watching them. Um, I assume more powerful eyes. And you get Gon, Killua, and Leorio at this table inside a cafe, looking out at them outside. And Killua is clearly the only one that's calm. And it's it was an interesting choice um, to do this, I think, because like in the manga, remember, like they sit right by them. I think it's like they they have them sit on like one of those tables outside, and they just go up there and they're just sitting there watching them behind the menu. <laughs> yeah, as that happens, I think they probably made that choice um, because it's one thing if you're reading it. I don't think you give that much thought to it. But the longer the scene drags out, because Leorio, Killua, and Gon are talking for a pretty long time. The longer the scene yeah. draws out, the more you're going to realize that they're practically within arm's reach of these two, who clearly wouldn't care if they butchered everyone outside in this cafe area trying to get to them. So how would that really work? And by having them further away, you emphasize the idea that Machi and Nobunaga know someone's watching them but they aren't able to determine who or where they are. And um, a reveal that we get at the end of the episode kind of clues you in more as to why they can't figure out um, where the people actually are. And Lurio kind of learns what Zetsu is as they're there. And he's like, well, why don't we use that? And he's like, because, stupid, they already know we're here. If we use Zetsu all of a sudden, that would be extremely suspicious and they'd come looking for us, Um, which is a lesson Kilwa only just recently learned um, up in the tower at the hands of Castro, who told him, you know, if you're going to cloak yourself, you have to cloak yourself for me to show up. Um, if you don't, then everybody, basically, probably within a 10-mile radius, is going to know what just happened. Yeah. So they're going over, like, what they're going to do um, in terms of tailing these two. And Gon gets the assignment to track um, the pair with him, and the Oreo gets sent back to go work on the auctions. Well, I like the part where um, while they were discussing yep. this, they're like, yeah, let's do this. And then Killa, or Killa was like, no, you guys are wasting your time. And he's like, and Leo was like, what are you talking about? He's like, these people are powerful. I wasn't quite sure of it, but now I know. And Leo was like, well, you don't know unless you try. He's like, no, 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 don't be <laughs> stupid. First of all, you see those two guys over there? Think of like two Hezokas chilling over there. Like the image of like two Hezokas having lunch together popped up. And I thought that was hilarious. That like was his fun. music came in and played, yeah. and I was just like, yes! Um, we skipped nice. over what Machi and Obanaga were discussing. Um, they're talking about the realization that Uvo really might be dead. And now the responsibility that's on them to try and trap the chain user for revenge. And Nobunaga is clearly very upset. Um, yes. And depressed, he looks like. He really needs that. Like, I could just imagine him reading, like, sad poetry while sitting that way. (laughs) He's drinking his beer. He's like, but Uvo wasn't uh, just some regular idiot. And Machi's like, I know. I was friends with him, too. And you guys will find out what the connection is between the two of them on the next episode, for sure. So, um, they've decided, obviously, that the, the chain user knows, um... They're spiders because he's seen them before. Um, even if they haven't seen him, they don't. Um, they hadn't seen him anywhere before that, so they don't or after really. So they don't know what he looks like or who he hangs out with, other than he was sort of working with the Nostrad clan. 
and the Mafia. And Machi and Nobunaga have two conflicting ideals. The boss said they had to get him. Machi is thinking, you know, he killed one of the spiders, even though it seemed like it was a personal grudge. Like, maybe it was just against Ufo, and he doesn't really care about the rest of us. Um, So the boss wants us to capture him so he can join. Whereas Nobunaga is like, no, you weren't paying attention to the implication in his statement, which was alive or dead. Which means that we're definitely going to kill him, because there's no way I'm going to stand for the person who killed Uvo being added to the spiders. And they have this disagreement, and it seems like it's on the verge of being a violent disagreement, so... Well, yeah, because all of a sudden the the can, like, suppresses oh, from all the, like, from the Nen, and, like, shit changes, and even, like, all three of them, Hisoka, or not Hisoka, Killua... Leorio and gone like their mood changes and they're like yeah the atmosphere just changed you know like shit's about to go down then they just flip a coin yeah they call heads and tails and we don't get to see which side and yeah oh Jesus and we cut away and we see um Shalnark and the boss on the computer on the the pro hunter website which we're learning is extremely useful and he's like, yeah, this is the the daughter of the head of the Nostrata clan. She's the one giving the fortunes and whatnot. Like, she's the person that's really valuable to the group. And the boss is like, I see. It's this chick. So let me go and put on my suit. Yeah. That whole entire scene was actually kind of funny when he switched over. I was like, oh, nice. Spiffy suit. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to see his face. No. It's like I'm going out on the town. And yeah. we go over to... Um, what's left of the Nostride group, um, which is Basho, Melody, dude whose name I don't remember, um, and the dumb guy with the dogs. Oh, uh, Swallow. And Kurpika, and Light Nostrad, and he's he's explaining to Neon, hey, you know, the auction's done. Um, they're not going to have it anymore this year. Tell you what, you go home... Um, with these two people you just met like day before yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Basho and Melody. I assume those are your names um, because they were told to me. And mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to try and get my hands on the stuff you wanted from the auction. Don't ask about how I'm going to do it. Uh, but, you know, Daddy's never broken a promise before, so you can trust me. And he's, she's like, oh, okay, I get that, you know, the auction is canceled. So I'm going to go unpack because you told me to. I like her response, though. She's like, wait, when have you ever kept a promise in the first place? Yeah, I, I would be so, like, awkwardly, like, standing here. Like, if I was Squala or Basho, like, they show their reactions and they're like, are, are you kidding me right now? Like, because they're having this mom, like, this daughter-father uh, moment. They're like, oh, yeah, you're right, honey. You're right. I apologize. I'll give you whatever you want. Meanwhile, you're like, there's people trying to fucking kill us. Like, let's hurry this up. Mm-hmm. Like, just get her some dead puppies and let's go. Right. And after right. she leaves, he's like, okay, now to talk about what's really going on. Um, right. It turns out that all the stuff has been stolen. And Kurpik is like, what? But when we talk to the guy that we captured from the spiders, he says captured and not killed, um, he said that they hadn't stolen anything. And he's like, technically, that was right. At the time that you captured him, they hadn't stolen anything. Um, but now they have. And they're like, well, what about the Shadow Beasts? Like, yeah, the Shadow Beasts are all dead, presumably. <laughs> we got nine bodies. They killed the shit out of those and guys. And one is missing, oh. and it's Owl, and he's the guy who had the merchandise. So it's safe to assume that they abducted him, tortured him, and now has all the merchandise. And if there's um someone who can cancel Nen, they can get the information out of him without having to torture him all that much. So the Ten Dons know that Nen is pretty much a, a major deal. So what they're going to do in this situation, instead of relying on people like us who are unproven and scrubs, they're going to hire some people who know what the fuck they're doing. So we get to see... Um, An epic entrance, by the way. Like, moment mm-hmm. of just like, holy fuck. Of um, Silva and his father, whose names. Uh, but two Zoldics, two generations of Zoldics we get to see. Grandpa Zoldik. Priming up to enter the scene. And let me jump back to something that Killua said earlier. Um, He mentioned that his dad once had to kill a spider. And once he was finished, he came back and he said, you know, that that 
mission really wasn't worth the price. And Killua says that that's really the biggest compliment you can ever give to a target. Uh, that the amount you were paid for killing them wasn't nearly enough. And he gathered all of the kids together, all four out of five of them, and said, you know, whatever you do, don't ever tangle with the spiders. Um, they're way above your pay grade, basically. So mm-hmm. back to light, he's telling Kurapika, hey, you know, you show a lot of promise. So I'm going to need you to go in the room with all of the assassins and pretend like you belong there. Because there's no way we're going to let um, some outsiders take credit for um, solving a mafia problem, basically. Yeah. Because Nostrada wants to get his name in the, in the board. He's like, yeah, I'm going to make sure that we can't allow those guys to, to get ahead of us. So I want you to join those I don't, men. But I don't know I, this yet, but there are soon about to be some vacancies in positions ahead of me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's about to go down, and I want to make sure that we have the best possible scenario there. So go ahead and do this. But I like your comment that you put on here about that no fucks are given about the people that no, died. No, they still. don't talk about them at all. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Like, he doesn't no. even mention Thalsaleen, who seemed like he was his boy. Like, it's like you told yeah. me we were dead, but he was dead the last time we talked. No, you told me that he was probably dead the last time we spoke because he didn't answer his phone, which in the Hunter Hunter world is obviously <laughs> all you need to know. Like, clearly, people are at each other's <laughs> beck and call constantly. So if someone rings your cell phone, you don't answer. It's not because, like, you were drinking a lot last night and you can't be bothered to get to your phone. Or it's not because you're currently in the middle of wild of a wild orgy or sexy shenanigans. Or, like, your phone fell in the toilet. Or your dog ate your phone or anything. You're dead. Automatically. That's what they jump to. Because the only thing that would stop a hunter from answering his phone is death. <laughs> See, yep. and that's why the doctors in this world specialize in cellular technology. So, like, a doctor will come by. What's wrong with him? I don't know. <laughs> Check his phone. <laughs> yeah. That's like the body sitting right there. Right. No, no, no. Look it's at his like, phone. It's like, I don't know. What's wrong with his phone? I don't know. Let me check what it was real the last quick. He said Battery's that. dead. He died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say, oh, he texted I don't while know, while. guys. I He's think I'm going to die. This guy is definitely dead, but you aren't going to check his pulse. No. I'm just going to steal this awesome smartphone. Time of death. Hold on, let me check the phone real quick. (laughs) It's like cause of death, angry birds. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, obviously this is where we actually see Dancho putting on the suit, and then it cuts to um, Kilwa gone and Leorio, because Machi and Nobunaga have gotten up and they're beginning to walk away. And Killer was giving them the last run through of the speech. He's like, I know you guys aren't all that experienced with tailing. Leorio, you have the least possible experience. You know anything about Nen. Bringing you along would just get you killed. So you go back with Zepio and you do the auction thing. And he's like, God, have you ever tracked a person before? And he's like, yeah, well, there was this one time in the Hunter exam when I tracked Hisoka for a couple days. And Leorio's like, oh, damn, you're awesome. And Killua punches him in the head because that's the stupidest thing you could ever possibly do. Well, I feel like he was jealous, too. But can I just say that fucking Killua, it, like, reminds me of that whole entire, like, joke that family got made on, on the Force. And, like, him talking, like, Luke talking shit to Han about the Force. He's like, oh, you mean the thing that you just learned <laughs> not that long ago? Like, he's talking to Gon. He's like, yeah, so Sedzu, have you ever used Sedzu? Do you guys, I mean, like, we learned together. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not an expert on it. I, we both have the same sort of knowledge on this. So. Kilo was like, yeah, but I've mm-hmm. unconsciously been doing it my entire life. Um, yeah, he, he mentions that he's been doing tracking missions since he was, like, three. So, so he's there. Yeah. So you see this little toddler jumping through the roof. Don't worry about it. It's just it's an assassin. So, um... That's just daycare. Right. Um, oh, Killua makes... God tells him that we're gonna make two promises when we're doing this. If they see us, we give up immediately and run. Um, if I decide that pursuit any point further is impossible, we give up and run. If I call you, give up and run. Um, if the two of them split up, we follow the woman because she's female, so she's obviously less less of a threat. Um, even though I think she's yeah. sexy, I think she's stronger than Nobunaga, but whatever. Oh yeah, she is. Nobunaga's got a well. I'm not gonna spoil it, but yeah, she's probably stronger and Killer was tailing them and is like, okay, well, assassins down on the roofs and shit. Eventually, they're going to notice that we're following them, especially as we're getting further and further away from town. And he's like, if they see us, 
there's going to be some sort of reaction, whether in their bodies or their faces. And I'm like, you're looking at the back of their heads. How are you going to see a reaction in their faces? As soon as they turn around and give you a, a, a look. So um, they eventually stop at this place where there's a bunch of old broken down buildings and Don is in one, Killer was in one, and they're watching the two of them. Who? Well, this is like before that happens, though, he notices that they're going to the the like deserted part of the town. And he's like, what are they doing? Are we going to their hideout? Are they walking us into a trap? Like, And he's really double-guessing himself. But if they're going to the hideout, this is awesome. Like, it'll be great, but if it's a trap, then we're dead. Like, we can't afford to risk this. Like, So then, basically, Killua makes a deadly mistake and thinks that they're going straight into the, the hideout. I got this because yeah, I'm awesome. You know? Yeah, he's like, all right, we got this. Yet, we can so. do this. Right. So um, <laughs> Nobunaga and Machi just standing up on this platform um, that's like in the center of the apartment buildings. I forget what it's called, but there's a word for that too. Um, and they just... The foyer? No, it's not a foyer. A foyer would be inside the buildings. Oh. It's like when they oh, have right. um, three apartment buildings all next to each other, there's usually an open space in the middle. Um, they're still talking about the chain user and Uvo's death. And um, Nobunaga starts to talk about how, um, you know, most likely these guys aren't friends with the chain user because he seems like he works alone. Like, despite the fact that he works for the mafia, the mafia doesn't know that he killed one of the spiders and he doesn't seem like he's about to tell them. So clearly he doesn't trust the mafia and he doesn't want them involved with anything that he's doing because they would have totally used that to blackmail us, whether Uvo was alive or dead. And Machi's like, you know, you seem like you have a brain sometimes, but I think you're wrong. And I think um, that these guys that are following us are linked to the chain user. And he's like, yeah, how? How do you know that? And she's like, I just know. Because intuition. I just have this hunch that's near psychic and you should really like, trust me forever. It's like, I know my shit. And she's both right and wrong. Technically. Well, because they are... They do know the chain guy, the chain guy, but other people are her friends. They know, well, really, she's right and wrong because they know the chain guy, but they don't know that they know the chain guy, which is the best way of knowing. So, um, Killua and Gone are having this conversation on the phones, and then they're like, "Holy shit! You know, we should probably shut up because most likely these guys will be able to hear us, even though they still haven't figured out where we are in the apartment complex. They're just standing here, um, in an effort to." to goad us into jumping out and then nobunaga gets a phone call <laughs> Dude, this is my favorite part by far like this whole entire interaction and now that you see it the second time there are clues dropped about them what they're saying and what happens and what finks tells them Bing. that in the language you're like i didn't see it the first mm-hmm. time when they were talking about it, and now I saw it here, and I'm like, oh man, foreshadowing at its finest. Fix is like, hey, you want to know a secret? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Nobunaga, his eyes get all serious, and he turns and looks straight in Killua's face. <laughs> yeah. They're both like, oh, fuck. And then we have this amazing eye reaction shot from it, both it, Gon and Killua, and their eyes both are getting like, bigger. I like the camera zooms all the way in and it's like in slow motion as they turn and they start to run and then Finks is standing in front of Killua and Killua's like oh shit let me jump all around the room and he's like bouncing at the room around the room at hyperspeed and like Finks' eyes are following him but they're barely moving at the same time well they're, they're like hyper moving along with him yeah. and so you you know that Finks is pretty awesome even though you like you've seen him kill Dazzlein, but sort of well, catches him with one freaking like swoop. The killer is goes, just like can hear me grabs his leg, and then he's like, "Oh, okay, you did that, so let me do this." And he tries to kick him with the other leg, and he just like casually backhand catches the other leg. So um, Killua uses his arms on the ground to um, twist away from him, and he jumps down, and you can see like the handprints from um obviously it's not as bad as it was in the manga like in the manga it looked like fangs had ripped all the way through his legs down to his muscles <laughs> yeah looked like he yeah. shredded it yeah and here Dude, you get like really severe I handprints. Enjoyed, 
Got it. Yeah, I enjoy the part where, like, when he does this, as he's pulling away, how Finks whistles. He's like impressed. He's like, yeah, okay. Killing I you is going to be fun. Right? Like, oh, good job, kid. Yeah. He's like, I see this as being fun. And then as soon as everything happens, Nobunaga's right behind. And Killer was like, what the fuck? Like, this is the, this floor. Is the fourth floor. Like, how did you get up here so quick? And this is where the big plan reveal happens when Nobunaga's like, hey, I thought you guys were going to be with the boss. And Finks is like, nope. You know, in order to fool the enemy, you must first fool your allies. So we were following you without telling you so that we saw who was following you. So they followed you, thinking nobody was following them. And then when you said that you had multiple people following you, it was us and them. And Nobunaga's just this, like, God damn it. This and seems to be a constant theme in Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Right. Like, following or, like, the hunter being hunted, which is, you yeah. know, Hunter Hunter. Right. Well, uh-huh. you don't say. <laughs> yeah, we had obviously we had that very early on with Ahsoka and Gone, which is even referenced right before the starts, and mm-hmm. they still, for some strange reason, like when someone who's obviously weaker than the person in front of them is only concerned with the person that they're following. Oh my God, what if they turn around and they see me? Instead of, oh my God. What if there's a backup plan in place and there's a backup plan to the backup plan and there are people following us? What the hell do it's we do plan. then? A plan inside of a plan inside of a plan. And that's why when Bullet B said it's Hunter Hunter, he blew my mind. I was like, yeah. I get it now. Mm-hmm. Boom. If this was dot hack, they would be PKKs. Right. <laughs> so obviously um, Gone is being um, blocked on his way out from Pakinoto. And before he can turn around and try and run away, Machi is behind him. And they basically... How come Gong gets all the ladies? Seriously. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. Killer will pick the wrong house, like, I guess. Right? Yeah. I've been it's like, ladies, stop. Nature, uh, ladies, stop. Don't do this to me. I, oh, no. Please. Oh, no. <laughs> don't bury my head in your boobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> As though making this sexually <laughs> awkward would make them stop. Right. <laughs> they seem like kind of people who would go along with it and then kill you in the middle of it. Um, mm-hmm. So they basically ask Gon and Killua the same questions, even though we don't know how much space there is between them. And the main questions that they're they're going with, really, is why were you following us? And Gon basically answers, because um, there were prices on your heads. And Killua, he answers right away. And Pakanoda Machi, like, we don't think he's lying because, you know... It's, he's too straightforward to be lying. And Killua says to himself, lying will not help me in this situation. And the truth isn't that bad, so let me say it. And he basically replies the same thing. Um, the mafia has basically put a hit out on you guys, and we wanted to track you to see if we could get, capture you. But now we know that that was wrong. Um, and the second question was really, um, who taught you how to track people like this, or who taught you Zetsu? And Killua replies that it was his master that taught him, and it's like, who was your master? And he, um, he's a member of the Shingen Ryu style, uh, and he says, do you know the chain user, or are you? He's like, let me answer your question without really answering your question, because I'm not going to give you his name or whatever, I'm just going to tell you he's this. In case you want to track him down and murder him. Right. So, um... Do you know the chain user? Is your master the chain user? Are you the chain user? That's really three questions. <laughs> it's Do like, you know slow down. Let me, you got to give me some time to answer the question. You can't just be like, like I learned that lesson last week. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't know the chain user. Both of them reply this. I've never heard of this chain user. Um, seriously, there's $2 billion, $2 billion Jenny on each of your heads. This is why we, as 12-year-old kids, are stupid enough to follow you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, it's my get-rich-quick scene. <laughs> and so, we were going to get the money and then get jawbreakers, okay? Jeez. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get money, and, money. And so Nobunaga asks the final and most important questions. Like, hey, kid, I'm going to ask you a question. You think about it real hard, okay? There's no pressure to answer right away, but you probably will want to. Do you want to die now or die later? Meanwhile, Gon keeps thinking to himself, I have to find a distraction. And I am faster than any of these two women because, duh, I'm a man. They're women. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> I just need to find some sort of, like, distraction or something. And as soon as I get that, I'm out of here. 
Then the phone rings. And he's like, cool, I'm out. He <laughs> barely moves his foot. Machi's like right behind him. Like, nope. He's, she's like, uh-uh, where the fuck you think you're going? He's like, oh shit, what was that? And then Pacunota tells Gong, he's like, your friend surrendered. Like, it's over. And we're taking you guys back to the hideout. It's like, remember that time at the beginning of the episode when Killua was like, you don't want to mess with the spiders. They're way above our potential. Yeah, <laughs> they're way stronger than you. But Killua was also earlier in the episode, like, home base, awesome. So guess what? They're going to home base. Yeah. Right. They're both You F- get what you wanted. And they're taking this car ride back. And they have him sit in the middle between Pakinoda and Finks. And Pakinoda slowly puts her arm around uh, Killua. I don't know. That was pretty casual. Yeah, like, she just... Um, like, it was the most natural thing in the world. Right. It's like, so, slings her arm around his shoulder. So, what do you know about the chain user? Yeah. I am it's not like I told wearing a bra, but I am going to put my arm around you. 12-year-old kid. <laughs> too, bad he picked, too bad he picked... She picked the wrong 12-year-old who totally wouldn't be into that. Right, exactly. Well, look where... If you, like, pause the screen, you can tell exactly where Gon's eyes are. They're looking <laughs> right at her boobs. <laughs> You know, Gon really. We know Gon is a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Not yet, we know, but maybe we don't. Or do we know? Yeah, Spoilers, we can tell by the fact a, a that he's a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we can tell by the fact that he's looking directly at her tits. Yeah, whereas Killer is looking anywhere but there. So they get to this like huge building that's all deserted and everything, and they all walk in. I like the way that they had him walk in too, like. Uh, Nobunaga and Machi are to the sides. Finks is in the back and Pakurota is in the front with uh, the backpack mm-hmm. that Gon was carrying. Uh, it's like, at, at this point, they don't even have to threaten them anymore. No. It's like, you're walking into the home base of the spiders. Right. There's nothing you can do at this point. It's like, welcome to our home, Bullabode. And as soon as they walk in, their faces go, oh shit. You get to see the rest of the spiders there, and you know shit's about to get crazy. The music changes, the whole scene changes, then all of a sudden the narrator comes in and ruins it, saying, that's the end of the episode. And you're like, fuck. So um, in the Hunt Cyclopedia, we get introduced to Machi. Um, she's a transmuter, she uses the threads um, to attack and whatnot, and... Kilo Gon is pulling Kilowa on these marionette strings, basically, and he's like, "I'm actually can put you back together just like this," and all of Kilowa's limbs pop off, yeah. <laughs> and he pulls it down, and he puts Kilowa's body on upside down, mm-hmm. and then the doors close. This is totally the image you wanted to leave you with, kids. Completely horrifying. Yeah. And in next week's preview, um, we get to see an extended um, arm wrestling battle where Gon is getting like his arm broken, basically. A little tiny. Puddle of blood. Right. And like, Killua goes to stop him. And so he's like, no, you don't. Let me just slide in behind you and hold this card. Didn't they randomly mention um, Miluki's miniature bombs? I think that's supposed to be related to something else. Okay. Well, yeah. that, I was like, that's wait, the what? mosquito thing, right? Remember yeah. the yeah. mosquito thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's related to the other thing. I don't. Dude, I never realized that in the back. Of the little chalkboard, like when they're talking about stuff. There's a little picture of Krolo. Yep. It's a picture of Hisoka and then. Right. But, uh, and an apple. Yeah. Because, you know, and the, the quote from Hisoka is always there at the bottom left of the chalkboard, I think, um, where he tells them to grow up or whatever. That creepy thing is always on screen. So kids always remember how, like, pedotastic this show is. Mm-hmm. And. The other thing that we don't get mentioned in the trailer, as far as I remember, which leads me to believe it's not going to happen in this episode. Um, obviously, the boss got all fly up to go and um, seduce Neon. Is mm-hmm. like we know what's going to happen in terms of her ditching Melody and Basho, but um, that's up fairly soon. So that's why the boss isn't there. For everyone else to meet him, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, I mean, it could be because I mean, maybe they do take what's it called? Um, uh, they put that in in the story too in the episode because you got to see like the very very last scene is Nobunaga doing his thing. Mm-hmm. So, and that's inside the room. So that's where I'm guessing it's like you know that's when they're waiting for the boss to come back. Nobunaga. So maybe we'll get to see that. Nobunaga really is the dumbest. Um, but mm-hmm. we also are going to get to see um, more of what sort of is foreshadowed with Uvo's death, where Uvo doesn't want to sell out um, his friends, and Kurapika had thought of them as cold-blooded killers, which they are. Um, and that's, of course, spread to Gone and Killua and Leorio, that the spiders are just these people who kill for money, and and like they're not even really assassins. Like they kill for pleasure and like money is a side effect of that killing. And they thought of them as complete monsters, but we're going to see in the next episode the relationship between um Uvo and Nobunaga and the the main spiders themselves. Their their relationship with each other. We're gonna see um hints of what that really is. And that leads to uh an eruption from Gone. Like, why are you guys yeah. such dicks? <laughs> clearly you're capable of human emotion why and it's um, I guess it's gonna continue from where Zepio left off in the previous episode um, where he does kind of have this really static idea of what's right and what's wrong um, but when it comes to interacting with people like it doesn't matter to him as long as the person's never done anything against him specifically or against any of his friends, it doesn't matter to him whether the people around him are good guys or bad guys. He doesn't see distinctions like that. But until you act against him, and then you're a villain. Yep. Sounds about right for Gon. I like that. Which like, sets him apart as a shonen hero, because everyone else is really, really black and white. Um, if you do bad things to other people, you're a bad guy. Whereas Gon would probably try and understand your intentions behind why you were doing it it's like mm-hmm. you know you grew up poor and people were dicks to you and they were killing off your family and stuff so naturally you know you grew up to murder people naturally and i don't really have a problem with that you know because some of my best friends are murderers my very best friend is a murderer yep is i mean obviously Killua is a villain like in the grand scheme of things up until he decided you know what Maybe I should put that part of my past behind me. He was a pretty bad guy. Like he waxed poetical, got a hard on from talking about killing his family, uh, which nobody understood at the time until we met his family. And it's like, yeah, if you were in there and you were in Killua's role, you'd probably want to kill them too. Uh, and then he randomly murdered two guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he just cut I mean, there was off. one of, yeah. And then the guy did deserve to get killed, like Barry the Butcher or whatever the Butcher guy's name was, mm-hmm. where he took out his heart. Oh, yeah. He like, had, like, super life in prison. Like He was, right. he was serving, like, 9,000 life sentences. Right, right. But that whole entire scene where, like, you get to see, like, him take out his heart. And obviously in the new one, they did it a little bit differently, where he was more of a – he was toying more with him, where he, like, laughed – when he put the heart on his hand as he reached out instead of squish, squishing it or whatever. Yeah. He was like, like, wait, give me my heart back. All right. He's like, okay. Go. He's like, reach for it. Okay. <laughs> now that you're dead, here you go. And he puts it right on his hand. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely a sadist when it comes to kind of shit like that. So, yeah, but I'd I don't like know. I don't see, know. If... I'd like to see it's like some kind of fan comic of like him and Okita from Gintama. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like with with Ghana and the spiders. Um, in this episode specifically, like you kind of get what, where Nobunaga is coming from. Like under different circumstances, they could have been friends. Um, unfortunately, they find out. I mean, unfortunately, they already know what happened with um, Kurapika's clan. It's like we could be best friends, but you guys kind of murdered my friend's whole family and everybody he ever knew and loved. And probably kind of sort of didn't like a bit, but, you know, you're still related to me. So there's no chance whatsoever of us being close. And, like, this whole arc really is, it helps you to get to know Gon's character better. Uh, Killua a little bit, um, but we don't really get to see more of what makes Killua tick until way later. Because Tabashi's mm-hmm. an asshole. 
He sure is. God, I can't believe we haven't had any news yet. <laughs> There's not going to be yeah. any. The whole year is going to end and there aren't going to be any new chapters. And really, you should just be thankful because he wrote like the most chapters ever in a row since starting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I know. At this point, but... he was probably like, I've exhausted my quota of work for the year. Call me in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're going to cement block his legs <laughs> when he gets into the office. <laughs> But, like, as long as this is giving him enough time to figure out where he's going with um, the next part of the story, no problem. If he's taking all his time off and he's just playing video games, then I hate him. Well, yeah. movie movie is happening, so, again, maybe before the movie comes out, they'll push the, hey, the movie's about to come out. Here's a chapter or two. Having to do with the movie, not actually. Yeah, or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Something, something like Tagashi would be like. So they promote the movie through um, Weekly Shonen Jump and have some sort of like, well, yeah, because I mean, most most movies nowadays. Um, that's usually what they do. Anime, they have like an anime or the movie inspired uh, story in like a chapter that gets thrown in. So maybe we'll have something like that, which would be kind of like cool, I suppose. But. I don't know. I'm just. I, I. I was hoping that at this point it'd be like, yeah, you know, next year. That's all you need to say. It'd be like next year. I'd be like, okay. You just want something concrete, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I just. I remember last year, or not last year, last hiatus. There were like it was maybe three, four months, and then we started hearing news about, oh, it might be potentially be this, might be potentially that. Now and this time around, we haven't heard a single fucking thing. So, I don't, I don't know. Speculation, people. It's a thing. I guess the important part is that he's not dead yet. You know, knock on wood. Yeah, I just, I don't know how you can not tell people where the story is headed. And I know that wouldn't be the same. Um, but, uh, it wouldn't be the same, but like, if he told like one of his assistants or something. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna. He's too lazy for that. Yeah. That would like heard... require human interaction. Plus, one of the assistants might like take to Twitter and start bitching. Mm-hmm. I'd just give out the whole story. It's like, I don't even care about working <laughs> right. in this industry anymore. This guy is such an asshole. Like, here's everything he's gonna do for Hunter Hunter. And then force him to take another two years off because now he has to change everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck this. They go to space and they end up in Yurameshi's world. Alright. We're out of here. Where it turns out that Yusuke really actually is his father because there was mm-hmm. a thing with the time-space continuum and they overlapped with each other. And then the original Jin was killed so Yusuke had to take his place. And that's why he doesn't want to ever meet Gon because he doesn't know how to interact with his kid. He doesn't that's know how really to tell him son. that his dad is dead. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So you're welcome. Yep. You just spoiled Hunter Hunter for you. Yeah. Yep. And, and like that, and yeah, and then Kurapika and Leorio get married for all you shippers. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and Melody is the. I don't know, Maid of Honor? Yes. I think. <laughs> it's like a Melody and Basho get together. and Wait, Basho is still alive at the end of it? I think so. I okay. think so. Because I, I don't remember him dying at any point in the story. Yeah. Okay, so like the, email, <laughs> the email address is <laughs> hxhpodcast at gmail.com, twitter.com slash hxhpodcast, facebook.com slash hxhpodcast. The website is hxhpodcast.wordpress.com and the forum is ssanetwork.freeforum.org. So, like, before we fake spoil you into something that's an actual spoiler, we put a ribbon on this before we go too far. Yeah. All right. Later.